Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest Riker. The Toronto Raptors started off the season 0-3, and, and it's really been a, a bad look considering the expectations we had going into this year, and one of the things that have sort of been come into, called into question is Nick Nurse's rotations, and one guy that really impressed in preseason, really impressed with his resume coming out of the draft, Malachi Flynn, the Toronto Raptors 29th pick. He was a guy you and I projected to be a potential star for this Toronto Raptors team. And in your opinion, do you think the Toronto Raptors are sleeping on a potential star in Malachi by not playing him, I don't think, a single minute to start off this year? A minute and 33 seconds and okay. something like that, Ben. But <laughs> yes, yes is the resounding sentiment that I have and that Raptors fandom at large has and we're going to start with some memes Ben because while I was looking for his college stats I came across some hilarious tweets that we just could not pass by without shouting out the first from at Steven underscore LeBron it's a great one every Raptors fan we want Malachi Flynn Nick Nurse we have Malachi Flynn at home Malachi Flynn at home <laughs> Stanley Johnson whom we know got more minutes 21 minutes against the 76ers he is the meme of the Raptors. He got more minutes than Norm Powell. And he's our new six man meme... record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cringing so hard that we're that that even comes out in a sentence that's potentially non-ironic. The mm. next one, shout out to Yahoo Sports. They they're doing it on their own on the uh, on the other side of the Raptors sort of breakdown media stuff. And uh, it's funny. It's they this is the real progress that the Raptors have had. It's been this is Malachi Flynn's team. No, it's still Kyle Lowry's team. Chris Boucher breakout game and now out of the woodworks Stanley Johnson but then we'll finish it off Josh Bloomberg I don't agree with this take he's mm -hmm. saying basically everybody's calling for Malachi Flynn to be played we're going to make the argument he definitely should be played he's saying there's not it's not going to make any difference whether or not Malachi Flynn is played or not it's, it wouldn't improve the rack the Raptors 0-3 record bad take bad mm -hmm. take I think it would Ben you think it would let's break it down yeah, Malachi Flynn, he's a guy that obviously, he's unproven, played 1 minute 33 seconds in that in his proper NBA career so far, but he's a guy that sort of skill set fits the mold of what the Toronto Raptors really need right now. The Toronto Raptors are really struggling to play consistently, have guys that can go on the court and do things that whether it be scoring, playing defense at a high level, be high energy guys. And if we saw one thing in the preseason, especially at the NBA level, it's Malachi Flynn comes in, he's really steady, he knocks down those threes. He's a defensive player of the year in college. We saw him lock up guys like Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham, the mellow ball held him to zero points when they were sort of matched up against one another. He's a guy that can really just lock people down. He's mobile. He's big for a guard. And if you look at his stats just in those preseason games, he's a guy that in his first ever game, first ever time touching an NBA floor, he came out onto the court, just pulling that up here, with uh, with nine points, four assists, and just 20 minutes, knocking down with fluid threes, running the offense, and had similar stats in his second game. And in the final quarter of his third preseason game, Still had five assists, not that many points, but on top of the shooting, which obviously will probably come and go for a rookie, the defense will be something that's there night in, night out, and that's something we haven't seen from a Matt Thomas and Norman Powell, and we'll compare him with all the other guys on the sort of roster before we uh, end this video as we this video goes along, but he's a guy that's a floor general, and I think his facilitating, his ability to get people open and be that scoring threat paired with all the defense, 
I think especially if Fred Van Vliet's not being consistent to start off the year because he's had some good games and some bad games, he really should be a guy if Terrence Davis is not played that should be getting minutes, especially with Norman Powell having the worst start to a season I've ever seen him have. Ben, okay, when we're talking stats, and I can't let it pass without my favorite stat, this man, he's 22, a 98 baby. He's got two kids to my zero. We're the same age. I love to bring it up, but <laughs> we're, we're talking you stats, You gotta catch ben. up, Riker. You gotta catch we're, up. I'm behind. I'm behind by two kids, but we're talking stats. And this guy, he's coming out of the Mountain West Conference with at San Diego State University with Defensive Player of the Year honors. And this is at 6'1", front court point guard. And he would be our tallest, the Raptors' tallest point guard. And that is a pretty wild statistic, or tallest ball handler, really. And it's a pretty wild statistic. And he would be maybe more of a true point than even Kyle Lowry or Fred Van Vliet, who I would consider maybe score first points, where this guy's MO is three-point shooting, pick and roll offense and facilitating. And we saw in the preseason spurts that he was a fantastic facilitator in those sort of cross uh, baseline passes and having really good court vision out there. And we're not comparing him to Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet. They're a lock for starters. That's not the competition there. We're saying this guy could come in and have better impact on offense than somebody like Norman Powell who's been struggling significantly. Then somebody like Matt Thomas, whose defense has been put to question. You know, this guy's coming in, his defense is guaranteed, and he hasn't even been given any run to show in flashes what he could be able to do. Like, his size shouldn't be a question, Ben. So I'm really baffled as to why Nick Nurse wouldn't be giving this guy some some minutes, Ben. Like, he, I, I don't know what you need to do to deserve it. Maybe there's some some practice time stuff that we're not seeing that maybe is limiting him. But for all intents and purposes, we're thinking it. All of the Raptors fans are thinking of it. Twitter is saying it. He should be getting some run. Yeah, no, I'm in a complete agreement with you. And I kind of disagree agree with you in terms of the, the comparison to Lowry, saying that Lowry isn't like a true point guard, maybe more so Fred, but Lowry does do a really good job of facilitating the team. But regardless of that, he's not competing with two of those players. We're not saying start Malachi Flynn after not seeing him really at all in postseason and any regular season action. We want to see him just have an opportunity, especially where Norman Powell has been absolutely atrocious to start off this year and I'm not someone that I'm someone that's lived on Norm Island we had this discussion in the last podcast striker and I, I think Norman Powell will be able to turn it around but he is slowly losing minutes Norman Powell has been losing minutes from the start of preseason as the the games have gone along and out of nowhere those a lot of those minutes were given to Stanley Johnson which was fairly questionable especially with his ball handling ability because he's coming out there to be a guy with the ball in his hands Terrence Davis, we, we're just assuming he's not getting played right now until all those litigations and stuff gets dealt with because I don't really see any other reason he wouldn't be playing, and that's something we we would be flaming Nick Nurse more for if he wasn't on the court with things not out not involving outside the the in the court reasons. We're sort of staying away from that subject right now because we don't know what's going on, and but Malachi Flynn sort of fits what we need right now—a guy that can be consistent, be steady play defense, keep the energy level high, and for people like Josh Lumberg, who came out on Twitter and said that he wouldn't be the answer, I disagree with that because he's not volatile, it doesn't look like, on the court. He's going to facilitate, he's going to get guys better looks, open looks, and we know how strong the Raptors are when they have these types of players running the court, running the court together with point guards. The more guys that you can have out there that can consistently dribble, shoot, and pass, 
and on top of it play defense, that's a recipe for success. And I think when we need consistency, because we've had a lot of ups and downs in the first three games, I, I just, even though some people might come back, oh, he's a rookie and all these sorts of things, he has that steady level. He's a four-year player. I, I think it's absurd that we're not running him, Riker. It has to be, Ben. And again, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of hinging my bets on what this guy was able to do in college. So you're saying this guy is a fantastic pick and roll point mm-hmm. guard. And on a team when you have Serge Ibaka and Marcus All loves to do more of a pick and pop. Yeah, you're not playing the pick and roll as often. You also want the ball to be in Siakam's hands and you have the guards coming in to flash those sort of high screens. But on this current team, and especially in that recent 76ers game, we're not getting any offensive output from our bigs. Aaron Baines isn't creating his own shot. Alex Len got 20, 15, 20 minutes that game. He's not creating his own shot. You know, Pascal Siakam is struggling out there. He's doing straight line drives, no offensive creation. All of the offensive burden is on Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet, who didn't even play very well, to score. And this is a big 76ers team. So if you put a guy out there like Malachi Flynn off the bench, take a little bit of the scoring pressure, the scoring load off of somebody like Fred Van Vliet or Kyle Lowry, get him to run that high pick and roll with a big who can't score on his own and to create offensive offense off of that. It's just fundamental basketball. I vehemently disagree again with uh, that Lewenberg take because that can only result in a positive thing. Like the, the the current formula is not working because guys aren't able to score, especially down the stretch. And I, I, I don't know if you have a guy to me, if you have a guy out there, he's able to create offense off of a pick and roll situation. He can hit the three. He can play defense. Why is he not getting run? Yeah, that's, that's the big thing. I think people will question, do you want a rookie to sort of go in there and, change the whole situation for you you know Lewenberg we're referring that because you and I are in agreement with this but it would a 29th pick have that pressure to come in and be a game changer and stuff but it's not the fact that he's a rookie it's the style that he plays he plays the way that the Toronto Raptors have had success with in the past and Norman Powell when he's consistent when he's making good decisions he plays that sort of way but he hasn't been doing that to start this year. He's gone back to the old Norman Powell ways where he really struggles and plays himself out of the rotation. Matt Thomas, while he's phenomenal on offense, even though he did have that bad game against the Spurs, didn't really get much opportunity against the Sixers that we just played. He is a guy that is not a high caliber defender. You and I both think he's improved in that area, but there's definitely steps for him to go. He's not a, enough of an offensive threat as the on the level of J.J. Redick or some of these guys that really are good at opening up themselves, opening up their game and getting a lot of shots as a three-point sniper. He doesn't have those skills yet to be worth it on the court when compared to these other guys that do it on both sides. Terrence Davis, he's out of the mix. And I, I just, I don't see the downside of him trying it. We have Stanley Johnson in there running these ball handlers, running these, these plays, looking chaotic, sort of, handling the basketball in every possession we've sort of seen the butterfingers he's had in these these possessions I like that he got an opportunity but do you think it's just he's a rookie do you think it's just strategy I I, I don't know what Nick well, Nurse is I really think, thinking what yeah I, what I think has actually happened is you're playing your biggest guy out there we both agree that Stanley Johnson is OG-esque in terms of mm-hmm. his stature his physical build he looks like a guy who can go out there and at least hold his own on defense and at least sometimes string together something that assembles an offense that can score right like it's sometimes Stanley Johnson puts a little 
little spritz together that you know you, you you get a little bit of confidence in him now unfortunately he sort of carved himself a meme like he's just mm-hmm. become a meme for this raptors with the amount of boneheaded plays that he has and unfortunately i don't think he's done anything to sort of change that narrative with the way that he played on against the 76ers and some of those careless turnovers that he made but I can I can see this being the one game away from Malachi Flynn being unleashed and just letting him run wild because what other options do we have been? I thought that the Raptors played as good as they possibly could have against the Spurs. You have 22.7 blocks from Chris Boucher. You have 27 points in that game from Fed Van Vliet on 50% from the field. Like the Raptors couldn't have played much better against the San Antonio Spurs. And I don't even know if they put up a hundred points. So where is your offense going to come from? You have to look to all of your other options. And I mean, we, I didn't know if we were going to bring them up or not, but Paul Watson has to be another guy that's in this conversation. Of course, this podcast is mainly around Malachi Flynn, but if you're looking to deep bench guys that have shown in the time that they were given that they can produce Malachi Flynn has got to be the top of that list. And I'd be shocked, shocked. If the, if the absolute coaching genius that is Nick Nurse doesn't play Malachi Flynn, it's going to be pandemonium in, in the comment section. Yeah, this is a very Casey-esque sort of tirade Raptors fans have been on where Casey didn't play guys like Norman Powell, DeLon Wright and stuff back in the day, Fred Van Vliet for, for stretches during his first ever season. So it's it's got those vibes. It's weird seeing... I think this is the first time we've really seen Nick Nurse get flamed this much. And obviously, it's the first time we've ever been really in a losing record, a losing situation since uh, he's, he's joined the, the squad because he was a championship coach the first year. Last year, we surprised everyone, or at least Sam Mitchell and Dennis Scott, becoming the second seed. So a tough start to this year. There's going to be some decisions to be made. I think it's a little bit questionable, but I can guess I see where he's coming from as Len and Johnson are more veteran sort of guys. Norman Powell's had more run or has had really strong runs with the Toronto Raptors so far in his career, and you can't give up on him immediately. Matt Thomas paid his dues last season, so you got to give him some opportunity, but it really hasn't been working. I'm not saying cut all the minutes from those guys, and I think Stanley Johnson wasn't horrid in his minutes. There were some really bad plays, but there was some plays that were pretty positive in that stretch of run that he had in that game. I don't know if it warranted a a better, greater opportunity than the guys that shown in their minutes in their small bits of opportunities have shown out rather than sort of done the opposite which Stanley Johnson has and even Matt Thomas for stretches Paul Watson and Malachi looked really strong in the short bits of run that they've had and I don't think just because they haven't been on the roster super long or any of these weird cases that that should be take held against them in their quest to get minutes and I don't know Malachi Flynn's young he could be that potential guy you and I both had him pegged after the second preseason game where he put in 17 points, three assists, that he was going to be a multi-time All-Star. Maybe we were jumping the gun a little bit on a single preseason game, but give him run, Nick. Give him run. If you're watching this podcast, give him run. Give him run. I'll finish the podcast, I guess, last season with, who was it? San Diego State. He played his first two seasons with Washington State. I thought it was the same team as Markel Fultz, but he was just on Washington University. Okay. He transferred out of the Pac-12 division. Probably a smart move. I don't think that they had a very good record. Finished his last season, Ben. Five assists per game. That's pretty impressive in college basketball where it's usually pretty spaced out. You know, there's a lot of like kind of tic-tac-toe plays like there's just a lot more passing a lot slower in the offensive sets so five assists per game what else did he have 
50% from the field or 44% from the field. Um, uh, this is not laid out very well. 17 points per game, almost two steals per game. I mean, this guy's a stud come out of the college. So that's my final bid to get this guy some run. Everybody's asking for it, Ben. I think we're going to see it next game. I would be shocked if we didn't. Right. Malachi Flynn is about to come out and torch the Knicks. Rip RJ Barrett. It's going to go wild. But you guys are the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. Check out the website. Got a lot of cool articles going on over there. Riker, you have any last words? Any last final pitches to Nick Nurse to play Malachi Flynn? He has two children. This man knows what it's like to... <laughs> I don't know. Protect <laughs> his family. I don't know. <laughs> any ladies watching, you got to help out Riker catch up in <laughs> kids. I'm on the baby quest. I need to hit my threes come playoff time. <laughs> Cheers. <Tough. laughs>